Woke up on a Saturday, I rolled the fattest J, listen to my favorite podcast, that shit is Maddie J. He do what his daddy say, listen to my favorite podcast, that shit is Maddie J. Yo, what's up? Merry Christmas, everybody. What's going on? Welcome to the Maddie J Podcast. December 24th, 2021. Christmas Eve. I'm uh, happy you're tuning in. Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. Whatever you're doing, congratulations for being alive. You did it. You were alive since yesterday and you didn't die good job pat yourself on the back you deserve a little credit here let's give credit where credit's due all right who's kidding who i'm just gonna the whole podcast i'm just gonna keep uh talking in platitudes you know who's kidding who you know one foot in front of the other uh you know one step at a time you know take it one day at a time you know can't see the forest for the trees Anyway, what's going on, everybody? Uh, did you have a good week? Uh, I did. I did a lot. And you, when you work in the accounting field, you know, I've talked about this before, but there's really no holiday that you get to have without some kind of bullshit, either after or before. And, you know, Christmas, it's, it's no exception to that. You fucking go in on Monday. And I knew I was going to have a fucking day because, obviously, we're closed today because the holiday is on Saturday. So I knew I'd have one less day in the week to get shit done. And that all got piled on Monday. And I left the fucking office at like 9.30 at night. So, uh, yeah. Don't go into accounting, kids. Um, If you want to go into accounting... And you're, you know, you're still kind of deciding what to do with your life. Uh, just, just deal drugs or something, you know. Don't get into accounting. Don't go to college. All college is going to do is give you massive debt. Um. And uh, what else did I do in college? I racked up massive debt. I didn't use my degree whatsoever. Uh, I partied all the time and um did other things i never inhaled (laughs) but yeah you know don't waste your time but there is something to be said about i would do this i would move away from home when you're 18 just get the fuck out of there for a few years you know see what life is like on your own trying to navigate the world when you when you think you know everything, but you really don't know anything, that's really the time to, to be out in the world because you need that experience. Um, but anyway, you know, don't go into accounting. Just deal drugs, you know. Commit commit murder for hire, you know, something like that. Don't fucking... Don't get into accounting. That's my advice. That's exactly what I'm going to tell my kid, you know. Just try to avoid life without parole. 
just don't go to accounting. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's good to be here. It doesn't, it really doesn't feel like Christmas. You know why? And that, this is going to sound like I'm bragging, and I'm really not, but I don't know how else to say this. It's like 80 degrees here. It's 80 degrees sunny. I feel like I'm on fucking uh, vacation or something. I feel like I went to a resort getaway for Christmas. Christmas to me feels like fucking sleet and just miserable gray skies and 42 degree weather. That's Christmas. Uh, Christmas is not 80 degrees palm trees and, uh, you know, actually I fucking, my, my fucking skin got burned today walking out. I got a fucking sunburn. So it just doesn't feel right. So in order to uh, spice up the flavor, what we're doing, we're putting on a couple of incredible Christmas movies, especially those of you overseas. You might not have heard of these, but you might want to check them out. They're American classics. I don't know what uh, is traditions over there. You know, there might be some kind of movies over in Estonia, you know some kind of communist Santa Claus figure. You know, when Christianity was kind of taken out of there, they had to replace it with something. You know, that's a void that needs to be replaced. Maybe they replaced it with, like, Stalin. Stalin goes around and gives kids um, three corn kernels instead of the usual one. I don't know. But uh, I don't know what you're, you're... My point is... I don't know what your traditions are, uh, but mine is watching a movie, a few movies here, and I'm going to list them off. I, obviously, you got to watch TBS at some point in the day and catch A Christmas Story. I mean, it's a classic. A young boy's journey through Christmas, trying to get that fucking BB gun, dude. Trying to get that fucking BB gun. You know, when life was so simple, when you were a kid, all you cared about was getting this one item and that was really your whole world you didn't worry about fucking taxation without representation you didn't worry about uh potholes on i4 you know you didn't worry about where you're gonna get your hair cut you know because you don't know where the hell you are in a new city you're not worried about that shit you're worried about your fucking BB gun. So it's a great story about that. Next, and dude, I could watch, really watch this any time of the year, but it's especially crucial during Christmas that we catch Home Alone and Home Alone 2 Lost in New York. And you, get, you gotta really stop it too, because when it gets to three, it's not Macaulay Culkin anymore. And for my money, if Macaulay Culkin isn't, playing the kid who's screaming running around and setting booby traps you know it's not really home alone so um gotta catch those two so we got a christmas story home alone and home alone 2 lost in new york and you know i am a traditionalist but i will say i think home alone 2 has got the edge i really do i think it's a better story i think the booby traps are better you know, if I had to give my opinion on them, 
I think uh, they're much more clever. He is older in the second one, but they're much more clever. And what he has to work with is so much better. You know, it's an abandoned house. Or not abandoned, but it's getting remodeled. So you got all the tools there to fuck with would-be robbers and intruders. So everyone in Australia is probably like, what the fuck is this dude talking about? I understand. You just got to watch the movies, okay? I'm giving you a laundry list of things to watch before the weekend. The weekend is over. So take care of it. Put it on your to-do list. You can pull them up right on Amazon Prime. Is that a thing outside the U.S.? I don't even know. Um, but yeah, pull them up on Amazon Prime. You can rent them for like four bucks. I don't know what that translates to in quid or uh, Australian dollar. Do you guys use dollar? Yeah, I think so. But it can't be much more than five, you know? And you can rent that and that, then you know what, I'm, what the fuck I'm talking about. And uh, the last one, gotta see. It's an oldie but a goodie. You gotta do National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Now, I know Chevy Chase is purportedly one of the most gigantic assholes to ever walk the face of the earth. And it kind of crushed me when I heard that. So I figured I'd pass that along to you. Um, Despite that, he does play a very lovable character in the movie. So, um... It's one of my favorites. I would check that out. National Lampoon's. <coughs> Still got that cough. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. It's from like 1982 or something like that. But, you know, the message is still there. It's still wholesome. And uh, the hijinks. <laughs> when Randy Quaid gets in the movie, you know, you know it's going to be good. When you see Randy Quaid in the movie... You know things are looking up. You know you got to stick around because there's going to be, like I said, crazy hijinks. So that's my list. It's what we watch every year. And um, in between doing that, I don't know. I don't have any friends. (laughs) I don't have any friends uh, anywhere close to here. So um, maybe I'll just become friends with uh, you know, people who are my parents' age at work. Is that weird? Parks and I were talking about it, you know? You can't... I mean, how hard is it to make friends in your mid-30s? It's like, it's impossible. And part of you doesn't even want to, you know? Part of me is thinking, like, do I really even want to make friends right now? That's a lot of fucking... That's a lot of work. You know, I'm already working... I'm already working five days a fucking week. I want to come home and make friends? I mean, how do you even do that? You start hanging out with somebody. Hey, man, you want to be friends? <laughs> I haven't made a friend, like a new new friend. Well, I have through work. But, like, you know, like, uh, besides work, like, genuinely, like, uh, I don't know, shared interests or something. You're going out somewhere and making a friend. I haven't done that since I was, like, uh, 12 years old. So I have no fucking idea how to make friends. How- Making friends is a lot like dating, you know? Making friends is a lot like dating. Just no sex. Obviously. <laughs> 
I think that goes without saying. But, um, yeah, it's just so fucking hard to find the right person. <laughs> the person you want to spend the rest of your life with as a friend, you know? I don't know how people do it. You just go out and start talking to people. Well, that's kind of creepy. I don't want to do that. Do you uh, stay in and talk to no one and just hope somebody just comes and sits on your couch, starts watching the game with you? You know, that wouldn't be too bad. As long as uh, they cleaned up after themselves and try to steal anything. Um, other than that, I don't know. Do you meet? Do you meet a friend at a bar? It seems kind of weird. Hey, this is my friend Dwayne. We met at a bar. <laughs> Sounds kind of uh, weird. I wouldn't want to tell people that. And if you don't want to tell people how you met someone, that's probably not a good way to meet someone. So, I don't know, man. I'm all ears. Sitting over talking about God knows what. See, because I have no friends, and my only family here is uh, it's my uncle right now and my aunt. Uh, you know, there's not really a lot going on in the Maddie J life. Work, home. Uh, I just finally fucking got paid for the first time in a month. Uh, and that was nice. And it just went completely... It, dude, it was in my bank account probably for like three or four hours. And then, you know, everything's gone for bills. It's all gone. You know that movie Munich? You know, about the Israeli um, athletes who got killed at the Munich games in like 72 you know, the commentators, like, they're all gone. We had hopes, but they're all gone. That's kind of like what happened to my money, you know. There was a lot of hope there. There was a lot of promise. And then the announcer came on the TV and said, uh, they're all gone. <laughs> but I did get some beer out of it. Uh, new, new kind of beer here. It's called Berry Noir. Um, and I'm too stupid right now to think if that's a play on words. Barry Noir? I don't think so. Um, but yeah, it's really fucking good. I think it's from Florida. And it is a, uh, it's a sour. A lot of people, no, it's Kansas City, Missouri. Kind of far away. Uh, by Boulevard Brewing Company. Barry Noir. The reason I thought that might be a play on words is maybe there's a famous person named Barry Noir who's like, uh, you know, everybody loves him. I don't know. I get out of the loop like that sometimes. But yeah, I would try it. Um, it's very good. You can find it at Total Wine and More. And there's one back home for all my dudes listening in, in MD. There's the Total Wine and More back home. And it, like I was saying, there's a lot of people who don't like sour beers. I don't get the the sour beer hate. I don't. Like, I can understand if you don't like it, but there's people who, like, actively judge it. Like, if you order a sour beer, like we did uh, last weekend at Total Wine and More, people look at you. They look at you a little bit. A little bit side-eyed. You know? All I'm doing is ordering a sour, and, you know... People are so anti-sour, yet they want to placate the fucking lowlifes who order them. So there's only one or two choices out of, like, you know, world of beer. 
that have like 500 beers and there's one or two sours. So that should tell you the disrespect the sour community is getting. Um, and I don't, I don't understand. You cannot like sours, but to actively root against sours, you know, that's what really pushes me. It really grinds my gears. It pushes me to, to even order more sours. I think that's my way of fighting back against the system is, uh, ordering more sour beer you know it's not taking on a cause like animal rights or um human rights violations it's it's ordering sour beer that's how i'm fighting back and you know what they always say the biggest statement you can make is with your wallet that's that's what i'm doing right now i'm letting money talk and bullshit walk and uh, I'm ordering the sours. So, you know, am I a hero? <laughs> yeah, that line from The Office. Am I a hero? Um, that's hard to say, but yes. Yeah, anyway, uh, do yourself a favor. If you haven't at least tried a sour beer, just just try it. Just try. You might not like it. I like sour things. What can I say? It's... And, you know, you introduce berries into that equation. I mean, what's not to like? And then you get 5% alcohol. Really, what's not to like? It's got everything you need. So uh, do yourself a favor. If you haven't tried sour beer, just go, just try it. Don't listen to the anti-hype. You know how people say don't listen to the hype? Don't listen to the anti-hype. Because the people who hate it really hate it. And they will judge you for drinking it. You know, you feel like you're almost a second-class citizen <laughs> when you're drinking sours. I love that as a white guy. That's the that's the discrimination I go to <laughs> because there's nothing else. The discrimination of sour drinking. Anyway, hope you had a good week. Hope you're with your families or, uh, you know, probably about to put a loaded gun in your mouth for being around your family too much either way it's uh it's great that you're listening i appreciate it um not in the closet today the acoustics uh don't favor being right next to my wife taking a shower in the bathroom Although it could sound soothing, you know, the flowing water. Um, but, you know, doing a podcast while my wife's walking around, you know, with just a towel. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird to be talking to you and seeing my wife coming out of the shower. Even though this has no camera, I just still feel like that's it's a little too, it's a little too intimate, a little too much. Okay. I don't want your your minds. I don't want my mind thinking about your mind, thinking about that stuff. <laughs> God, I'm stupid today. Anyway, um, one of the side effects of drinking sour beer is uh, you become even more stupid. Uh, for some reason, the alcohol just hits harder in these. You know, I've only had one, believe it or not. And... Uh, I'm feeling it. I'm definitely feeling it. And I'm sure you can tell it's coming across the airwaves. But, uh, 
only sporting event I caught this week, though. Um, I caught the UCF-Florida game. Some kind of bowl game that I've never heard of, like the Grzechuan Bowl or something. Some kind of German name. And uh, first time UCF, University of Central Florida, has beaten Florida ever. I don't know if that's in any sport or just football, but, you know, that's pretty cool. Uh, UCF, right down the street from me, which I didn't realize until about three days ago. Um, But, yeah, I pretty much traded one college town for another college town. And uh, it's kind of weird because they're, like, the same distance away that... It's the same distance away that Maryland was from where I lived before College Park. So I basically just basically I'm just going to live in college towns my whole life. You know how I said don't go to college and then I live in college towns? <laughs> yeah. You know, hypocrisy is everywhere in what I do. You know, I tell people to do one thing. I do the exact opposite. You, never, you ever notice when you give advice like that, you know? You're so clear-headed, you know what to do. But when it's you in that situation, you're just like, eh. I know I told uh, my best friend to do the exact opposite. I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do the exact opposite of that, of my advice. I remember when my friend was having this problem, or my family member was. Yeah, I fuck that. They don't know what I'm going through. Okay, I'm going to do what everybody doesn't want me to do. And I'm not going to follow my own fucking advice that I just gave to someone else six months ago for the same problem. Anyway, yeah, it's been a slow news week. I hope um, hope you have a nice Christmas with your families. I'm going to try to go 24 minutes on December 24th. Isn't that cool? But yeah, I hope you have a nice uh, Christmas with your families. If you don't celebrate Christmas, then <laughs> what do you want from me, you know? I guess Hanukkah's over, but uh, we still got Kwanzaa, you know, if that's your thing. I've never met anyone in the entire history of my life who's celebrated Kwanzaa. Um, if someone could explain where it comes from well i know it's african but like even any african i've met celebrates christmas or uh just doesn't celebrate anything so like who is who are all these people celebrating kwanzaa that's what i want to know um but if you are you know more power to you and if you're doing it just as a as an fu to christianity in general you know can't blame you for that with all the with all the preachers doing unspeakable acts to the altar boys all over the world, you know, I can't blame you. Um, and if you're doing it just because you think it's trendy, I mean, well, you know, come on, man. This is someone's religion, all right? It's not a toy. So uh, anyway, you're celebrating Kwanzaa, just make sure you're doing it the right way with true intentions. You know, the spirit of the actual holiday itself, which I don't even know. What did, I know there's a red candle and a green one. And yellow or white? 
Probably, I think black. Black, red, and green. And they each symbolize something. And I'm assuming it's going to be like unity, Christianity, and Judaism. <laughs> I don't know. I'm fucking around. Uh, I hope you have a nice um, Christmas. I'll talk to you New Year's Eve. Last day of the year next year. And uh, see what you guys are getting into. Before I do leave, though, I got a very, very special announcement to make. And uh, I'm going to read this over the air. Someone has written in to Podcast at gmail.com. So let me, let me leave you by sharing this amazing story from, uh, well, it's frequent flyer of the podcast, I would say. Uh, Mr. A-Train. And uh, let's do it. All right, I got to get in the account. Sorry. I should have had this prepared. But he wrote a great story. Okay, okay, all right. And it's going to blow your minds. It's very in-depth and uh, quite philosophical. All right, come on. Please, please. Oh my God, just give me my fucking... All right. Okay, so the title of the story is... (laughs) P-O-O-S-E-Y. Pussy. All right. So A-Train says, listen here, you pussy. I just got a French press as a white elephant present. And I've used it twice already because the coffee tastes better this way. It's called a Freedom Press now. I like it. Kind of harkened back to like 2003, Iraq War. I dig it. Um, Alright, so story time. The apartment was eerily quiet. As if the air had died. A vacuum of space and two cracked out cats roaming the floors. The white one, who will name the white crackhead paced the kitchen with an insatiable curiosity. Where the fuck is my food, he thinks. The second crackhead peered down at him from her stoop. Tisk tisk. He's already been fed, she thinks. What a fucking crackhead. When suddenly, out of nowhere, a large human lifts the white crackhead off the ground. Shut the fuck up, he clamors, peering into the iridescent blue eyes of the dangling cat. The window across the room looked just open enough, albeit with a metallic screen in the way, to punt the cat out of the apartment. Meow, exclaimed the cat. Not today, said the human. The human then dropped the cat to his front, winding up his right leg and all out blast kicking the cat towards the silver screen under the opened window. The cat hurled through the air, likely unconscious, as the human yelled, That'll teach you to interrupt me during the Matty J podcast, you filthy animal. The end. And uh, with that, I just want to leave you. Thank you, A-Train, for writing in. And anybody else who wants to share a short story or uh, photos of some titties. Some push. Podcast at gmail.com. All right, guys. I love you. Keep writing in. And uh, I'll talk to you next week.